Hey guys, real quick, before we get started, I have a small request. If you've been blessed by our content and you like this show, would you take just a brief moment and leave us a five-star review? This is quite possibly the most effective thing that you can do to ensure that this content gets out to as many people as possible. Thanks. Jesus said, man cannot live on bread alone, but from every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. You're listening to Daily Truth. Now, what a continuationist attempts to do in the realm of New Testament prophecy is apply these same standards and steps with teaching to prophecy, revelation, interpretation, application. So the continuationists, those who believe that the sign gifts listed in Romans 12 and 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and 14, these sign gifts primarily being prophecy and tongues, those who believe that these gifts have continued for the church today, what they'll insist is, well, prophecy still continues in the church today, but it's different. It's different than the Old Testament. In the Old Testament, it was, thus saith the Lord. It was the infallible word of God. It was a perfect revelation. But in the New Testament, God is pleased to continue to speak through the avenue of prophecy. But here's the best part, Joel. God still has prophets. They're just a lot less clear. I personally don't understand how that's profitable for God. I don't understand how that is a benefit. It doesn't seem to be keeping in step with what I know to be the character of God, he really, really, really cared about clarity and order, truth. And now in the New Testament, that's just not as much of a priority for him. It seems to be a little bit of a suspicious theory to me. But what a continuationist will say in regards to prophecy Today is we had Old Testament prophecy that was infallible. We have New Testament prophecy now that is fallible. And they'll say, well, but wait, we're not saying God when he speaks is fallible. The revelation is still infallible. But just like teaching, you can have the perfect text. The revelation is infallible. It's God's word. But the teacher, the pastor who gets into the pulpit, he could interpret it imperfectly. right? He's taking a perfect text of scripture, but with an imperfect interpretation, maybe he got it wrong. And then he could apply it imperfectly. Well, so it is with New Testament prophecy. A perfect revelation from God, a dream, a vision, a word, a picture. But, but the prophet, the one who receives this revelation, could interpret it wrongly and apply it wrongly. But the reality is that there's just, there is no verse in the New Testament that speaks of prophecy having shifted or transitioned in regards to its purpose or its essence, its nature. There is nothing in the Old or New Testament that says prophecy at one time was one thing and now is another. And people will be quick to point to Paul's letter to the Corinthians and say, well, Paul says two or three should prophesy while the rest weigh what's being said. Doesn't that imply that that Paul recognizes that for the New Testament church there will be prophets who give a prophetic word that is not 100% infallible and perfect, and that's hence the reason for having multiple people, the church corporately weighing, sifting, discerning, judging whether or not the prophetic word is in fact accurate. I would say they did that in the Old Testament. 
There were standards for prophets in the Old Testament. If somebody brought a false prophecy, they were a false prophet, and they would be stoned. And so, too, in the New Testament, people weigh what is being said. And what happens is that for the continuationists, rather than exegesis, they employ eisegesis and read into that text Well, people are weighing what's being said to see what percentage of each individual prophetic word is right and what percentage is wrong, right? The church is weighing, two or three are prophesying, the rest are weighing what's being said to determine, I think 60% of this word is from the Lord and 40% is not. That's not what the text says. That, that is an eisegesis. That's reading into the text your own opinion. All that the text says is that two or three are prophesying and the rest are weighing, discerning the prophecy. And I think what we're meant to assume, based off of the standards that we find in Deuteronomy and multiple texts in the Old Testament, what we're meant to assume is that they're weighing what's being said, not to see what percentage of a prophetic word is true or false, but they're weighing in a pass-fail kind of standard. This is God's word, or it's not. Not what percentage of this prophecy is true, and what percentage of this prophecy is false, aka implying that New Testament prophecy is somehow less infallible, less perfect than Old Testament prophecy. You, you, to get to that conclusion, you really have to read it in, because it's not there on the pages of Scripture. No, that's an assumption. All that Paul says in his letter to the Corinthians is simply that two or three should prophesy and the rest should weigh what's being said. Why? Because as the New Testament authors insist and warn again and again and again, many false teachers and false prophets will arise from among you. So Paul's not saying two or three should prophesy and everyone else should weigh what's being said because the essence and nature of prophecy has transitioned from the Old Testament to the New. And although prophecy used to be perfectly infallible in the Old Testament, now it's somehow flawed and we have to use an extra measure of discernment. No, that is not what Paul's saying. What Paul is saying is just as there were false prophets in the Old Testament, there are false prophets in the New. And in these last days, many false prophets have gone out. Or as John says in 1 John the Antichrist is coming, but I tell you the truth that already many Antichrists have gone out. So the reason why they're weighing what's being said is not because New Testament prophecy is still alive today and different and less reliable. No, it's simply a pass-fail system. The whole word is from God or it's not. Thanks so much for listening, but real quick, before you go, do us a small favor, take a moment, and leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed the show. This is undoubtedly the best way that you can help us get this biblically faithful content to as many people as possible. Thanks so much.